What's up, guys? This is Kali the One, and this is Disorderly Conduct. If you guys are watching this, please make sure you like, subscribe, all that good shit. Thank you for the love, the hate. It's all support. Um, I want to start off by saying thank you guys for coming in. Um, it's been a while since we've all linked up and kind of had some conversation about some shit. So a lot's transpired, right, uh, since then. But again, thank you guys for coming on. And um, yeah, how was you guys' day today? How was you guys, you know, travels? How's uh, it going? I went to Raging Waters for the first time. Today? No, 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 yesterday. Okay, okay, I okay. took my family. Um, it's pretty pretty cool. fun, pretty, pretty fun. Pretty cool, better than Hurricane Harbor. Gang, gang, really? ice cream so good. <laughs> <laughs> what is that shit, NPC? What does that mean? What does that mean? NPC shit, isn't that what it is? I need background nah. on that. <laughs> what, hey, what does that niggas mean? Niggas making 6K doing that shit, though, on live streams. That's right, right. right. Uh, uh, um, my, my day was cool. Yeah. Uh, woke up in the AV today. Came straight here. 661. Yeah. Um, my day was cool, man. I stayed up kind of late yesterday. Woke up, had a good breakfast. You know, took a nice shower. Played some Patti LaBelle on the way over here. I okay. Mean, you know, relaxing. I've been listening to... Uh, Jeanne, I don't know if you know them. They're like two R&B girls from like the '90s. Jeanne, no, so good. But put me on game because I like so I like shit good. like that. So I would I would appreciate that. What was your What was your choice of music today? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was listening to Destroy Lonely. <laughs> Is he good? <laughs> I mean, I fuck with them. The oh, homies man. fuck with them. Yeah. He don't fuck with they, them. They love. They like, he's very open. I, I, he's very I open. like Cardi, but I have not even <laughs> bothered to listen to his sons yet. Okay, you know, who are the Ken Carson and Ryan Ken Carson? I got a, I got a couple of experts. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I didn't even know they were affiliated. To be honest, uh, I, just, I thought so, right? I yeah, mean, I think so. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure they're signing Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, pretty sure. I mean, I like Destroy. Yeah, we got a Cardi. Couple. I got over like a year ago. I, I stopped listening to Cardi after um, first first album. Whole lot of Red Fire. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't oh, get into it. I, I stopped getting into so it. Maybe good. I'm gonna go back and listen, but I just. I just. Lil Uzi too. I was done. Ignorant music. Ah, don't Look, play. Just, you love that new no, album. Don't no, play. Like he just dropped a whole lot of pink, bro. That's pretty much what it is. Okay, but I see what you're saying. I don't it, like it. It feels shit. very, very cardi um, I actually seen a video about him the other day. Him talking about how he, you know, he, he was in a studio with a couple of his friends, and they were like um, asking him something, and he he brought it up unprovoked. Like, um, people are like all that devil worshiping and this is and that, and he's like, well, like, is the music good? And like everybody kind of like looks weird in the video, <laughs> so that's why I'm like I don't I don't I don't like that I don't like yeah. that shit. And right. I don't like the and whole fake anime vibe. Like, on like one of my favorite same. songs on the album, he's got like a bar. He's like six six six. I'm yeah. a Satanist. I'm like, <laughs> right. uh, like come yeah. on, dog. Like, <laughs> why? The song would have like, been why? great without those two bars. Yeah, he's um. I don't know, man. I just can't put like stuff stuff like that in my realm. That's just me personally. Right. No, that, that's right. Call that's me a stickler if you want, but um, yeah. yeah I feel you though. The, the Cardi album. It makes me want to do violent things. A whole lot of red? Yeah. yeah it sounds nuts. <laughs> that's really why, sounds that's nuts. why I put it on, just like escape. Yeah. Like, okay. I want to slap like, that on the way home. Well, I go to sleep, I dream about murder. <laughs> 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 that's some shit you pull up to your fucking, um, you know, nice-ass corporate job. I'm like... <laughs> right. And then I'm, on the way office. To, yeah. I'm on the way hey, to Pat. court. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat. Um, all right. Well, I do want to start the start the episode now. Let's get into the shit, man. Um. First, first topic I want to talk about is COVID-19, um, the COVID vaccine. And I've got a couple questions for you guys surrounding that topic. I think, uh, when did we get, when did we all get COVID? 20, what? 2020? 20. Yeah, that was like the world, at the right? start of 2020. So uh, when we all got that, it's been, what, about three years now since everything's transpired or two mm -hmm. and a half, something like that. So my first question to you guys is just the aftermath of COVID. What do you guys think um, has 
you know, where do you think we are now? I would say service wise, as in like when you go places, things of that nature and like just corporation work wise, what do you guys think? Whoever wants to go first. Uh, it was convenient for everything to go cashless. I kind of like that, you know, because I I was never the type of person to carry cash. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we're looking at it like we zoom out, I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll build it on what you say. Yeah, nah, I I miss cash, man. The cashless society is just one step closer to the social credit score. Mm. Mm. And, And that whole Fed now thing where I guess it's the Federal Reserve version of cash app. But, uh, Looking back, one of the things that COVID, the, probably the best thing COVID gave us was work from home, remote I think work. So. I definitely <laughs> that think was so. like a game changer. Yeah. Um, it's really weird to me when I still see people outside with their masks on, but I don't judge them because mm. what if they're super sick? I don't know. People are just afraid. Whatever. Yeah. It's I don't. I'm not forced to wear these things anymore, Some so it doesn't bother me. One thing I'll say is that I feel like the vaccine mandates really came and went yeah it feels like i didn't think they would be kind of done so quick i thought i i was prepared to never go to a restaurant again like stay inside i was like all right whatever man they want me to get this vax i'm cool i'll just get away from society but they really folded and i'm glad they folded because i feel like it's not important anymore people aren't going around asking like are you vaccinated or not like which was nuts yeah people were like that ass, like, don't come to my home if you're not vaccinated. <laughs> like, what do you mean, bro? Which you is, still got COVID. Which is still funny because yeah. it's like the people who were writing for it and calling you selfish for not getting vaccinated and putting everybody else at risk. You don't hear much of them anymore. You just don't. And it's what happened with Ukraine and all that. Go ahead. Like, it just it, it seems like it just disappeared or people just stopped caring about it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just here as an observer just looking like, oh, OK, you were shaming everybody for the same reason. And now you're walking around with masks still it's just like is covid really that big of a threat yeah well at one point covid was just the current thing you know in the same way that black lives matter was the current thing yeah and now ukraine is the current thing so the people who follow the current thing are only outraged about the current thing they don't if the news media tells them we're not talking about this we're focusing here they're gonna focus here and not even bother about their previous uh record that's true i I think some of the ways that COVID has changed like service for sure is like i think i think everybody had a wake-up call like people spent so much time at home in these like some of these essential jobs that we that we have gotten back like hospitality uh food service things like that that now that they're back they're definitely have you know there's a term called like quiet quitting i guess or whatever where like Mm -hmm. they just do the bare minimum you know what i mean they're not going above and beyond nobody's taking extra shifts People are calling out when they want. Like if you, that's kind of what I have noticed since COVID, um, you know, the change is like in service. Service is not, I feel like not as, and I don't want to sound like a fucking Karen. Okay. Cause I don't, I don't care that much, but I feel like service is not up to par with what it used to be pre COVID. Um, it just seems like people just really don't give a fuck. And I mean, I wouldn't either. Right. If I, if I sat at home for what was it like at one time, well, like maybe two months, three months, something like that. I don't know. Whatever it was, I'm getting free money from the EDD. I'm at home. I'm, I'm, I'm in underground parties and shit. Come on. It was, I feel like it was a time where people were just fucking around. And so to come off that like hiatus and have to work and be in people's face again, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like, it's to me, it's kind of almost like it's part of the plan. Like they don't really want us to socialize as much and shit anyway. 
and uh, you know, due to our phones, technology, whatever. But I feel like that has something to do with it. It's definitely made people more like reclusive and just, I think, not care as much about their jobs and stuff like that. Um, work from home. I think that is the best thing that did come out of it. But I think they're going to try to get rid of that eventually. Totally. They're, I, I they're think gonna so. They're going to try to bring people back to the offices. Because it's just like, then what do you have the buildings for in yeah, a way? exactly. And so... But, um, I mean... But they save a lot of money. It is good. Yeah, yeah that's it's true. It's good to work with a team. You know, if, you, if you're really passionate about yeah. the job, it's nice to meet these meet your coworkers face to face talk and develop those relationships it's really hard mm. um work from home kind of contributes to the whole not socializing thing because how deeply can you bond with someone over slack yeah <laughs> and uh, people like with tiktoks please and instagrams please stop ruining shit for us like because they did that with a lot of tech jobs i don't know if you guys seen that people will get on tiktok and post that you know, they went and took a shower while at work. It's oh, like, right. bro, the, stop. A, a like, day, yeah. day yeah. You're going to ruin you're gonna give shit. Us up. Like, how are you at coffee at 1.30? Like, your break was at 12. You know what I'm saying? Like, please stop. You were right. fucking it up for the niggas yeah. that know what they're doing and know how to do it. Nah, you yeah, know what I'm real. saying? Like, the, the best part about my remote job is that I just take my laptop anywhere and I'm yeah. good. Like, yeah. I could work from Miami for a weekend if I want to. It's remote. Yeah. That's fine. As long as I, the I work is California, done. I mean. That's fine. I can't do that yet. In October, I'll be able to. Okay. Um, before we move off to yeah. uh, COVID, um, no, we're gonna we got I got more questions in oh, go within ahead, that. But no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, all right. So I guess my 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 most serious question that I got that I had to you guys was, what do you guys think about the vaccine? Hoax, not a hoax. Um, you know what do you guys feel? Was it unnecessary? All these questions. Do you think it's gonna be harmful long term? Like you know, there's so many questions that I feel like w within the last three years, none of them have really been answered. Right? Like. It's been a tug of war kind of thing to get any information. I mean, you can you can go on TikTok, which you can type in anything, right? Instagram, you can type in anything and find the top liked or whatever the case is. And now it's like you'll find a whole bunch of videos that don't load, the sounds removed, <laughs> like it's all these things. So it's hard to even get information on what's really going on currently. I feel like, or not currently, but overall since COVID has started, from when you know now, um, I've tried looking a lot, but I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Just I guess the vaccine, the censorship around the vaccine and like related issues like election interference or whatever, the censorship really leads me to believe that it's not the best thing in the world, mm -hmm. because if you have this all amazing vaccine, why do you have to shut down people who are just saying, mm, we have some questions about that, about the way it was developed or about the trials it seems like they're just trying to force it onto us, which is really weird. I don't like force. I don't like being coerced into anything. That's why I mentioned earlier, I'm really glad the vaccine mandates kind of went away. I thought yeah. they were going to be here for a long time. But I think it's totally normal for people to question a vaccine because we haven't really seen a vaccine been developed in our lives. You know, That's I'm true. sure we all got the, the kid vaccines. Those were those were created like before us. Early so it, 1900s. It, it was like it's normal for us. We haven't seen it happen and this vaccine also happened in the fastest way i think probably out of all the vaccines they created the vaccine in under a year trump did the whole uh operation warp speed thing and so of course people are gonna be a little questionable when we just watch the vaccine pretty much grow mm -hmm. and uh, i had a discussion with my coworker the other day like you know like water cool talk whatever yeah. water cooler talk um she's like telling me like I'm against vaccines and I just I, like I had to reiterate to her like 
I'm not against vaccines. They've done wonders. They have saved so many lives. I'm against vaccines that have only have had clinical trials for less than a year. That's that's where I'm kind of just like, why are you going to put something into your body if it hasn't been tested long term? Like, right. for example, the polio vaccine. I always use this one because it makes sense. Polio was tested around seven to eight years, clinical trials, and then they administered it to the entire country or, or whatever state's elected for it. This, it was just like, it was like a science experiment. And, and, and the fact that the government is telling you, endorsing everything, giving you money to do it, very suspicious to me. Like, why did they pay DMC from Run DMC to make a rap video yeah. to try to convince people to get the vaccine? Juveniles will. Yeah, they Why? did. They did do that. That's <laughs> definitely some sort of. If you have yeah. the greatest product, people are gonna want to inject it into their veins. The question exactly. I have to you with the polio thing was in that time of them, um, I guess testing the vaccine. Was it a quote unquote crisis or was there an outrage surrounding it? I think it was after a crisis, post crisis. I, I think okay. it was mm -hmm. because like people were obviously dying and obviously they were sound enough not to administer a vaccine that would kill people. Mm -hmm. So I think that they just took it serious and studied it and mm -hmm. then administered it which was the opposite of what happened with COVID. I do think it's crazy. I, I want to say it was de developed in like six to eight months. That, that's, how, that's how long yeah. it took them to do it. Um, for COVID? Yeah, for, for, yeah, for you know, Moderna, Pfizer. I think it was one of the first to use mRNA or something. I don't, I don't even know what that means, but yeah, I know um, that it's like novel. So, of course, people are going to have questions about it. People are allowed to question things, especially things that the government is saying you have to put into your body. And it's upsetting, like the, the, the fact that your peers don't question it. That's like why people always tell me like going against against the green. It's literally just like I'm not against the vaccine. It's just think about why things are happening. That's that's right. that's the only or argument like, I really have with people. Why are they going with the grain so much? Yeah. yeah, like why are you so able to get just eager banned? to accept whatever the TV tells them? And that's what yeah. I was just gonna get to. I think the most you know messed up part about it is the people that lost their jobs for not getting it, especially healthcare workers. I think that was the one of the most major things was because like these people are out there on the front lines every day dealing with it. And then you're telling them if they don't get something that might alter their body forever, their chemistry in their body forever, that they're going to get fired. They're going to lose their job. Um, and to me, that just never made sense. You know, um, I just wonder where that come from. If you, that's, that's so controlling. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you either get the vaccine or you lose your job. I just feel like, like you said, if it's that good of a product, I mean, why do we have to have an ultimatum of our job or vaccine? Right. Especially when, I mean, now we know, right, COVID deaths were overreported by 30% or 33%, something like that. So that means that they were attributing a lot of deaths that were around the time of COVID to COVID, but it wasn't necessarily due to COVID that they that those people passed. And so this is this is true. You guys can go look this shit up. Like, and so I think that's where um, a lot of wonder comes for me to me because I'm just like, that was the whole point of getting the vaccine. That was the whole point of the ultimatum, if that makes sense. There's all these deaths from this thing. And, and if you don't get it right now, then you might be one of them. And if you don't also get it, we're going to make you lose your job. But like I said, three years later, it's just now coming out that they've overreported all this, which we knew then, right? I think during the time there was a lot of speculation about it. Um, but it's just crazy to see it now. And I don't know. I wonder if like in 25 years, 30 years, there'll be some law class action lawsuit against these 
big pharma companies that administer this vaccine. You get what I'm saying? I hope so, but we got to change the law first because they're not <laughs> even able Liable. to uh, be sued. That's right, huh? Yeah, and the craziest thing about the vaccine is that the narrative and like the the facts about it changed so much because people were saying, okay, you get the vax, you don't get COVID. People got the vax, they got COVID. <laughs> then they were like, yeah. well, we didn't say that, but if you get the vax and you get COVID, it would be less severe than other people. Yeah. People were doing that, it was still severe. And they were just pretty much changing the narrative as they went along to try to convince people to get the vaccine, which was just weird. Now, I, I can play devil's advocate because you guys know I like to do that and say that, you know, within science, obviously things and tests have to be ran over and over again and different outcomes do arise from that and, and information does change until you do get a final substantiated answer. So, I mean, I and that's what I wonder too about it, right? Because we're living in the social media age where every single thing is like published right away where it's like, I wonder if maybe the polio vaccine, for instance, um, reference that had the time to grow and be tested due to the fact that there wasn't a, like a social media outrage or people putting pressure mm. on, you know, things, or they were able to stumble when, you know, because that's what's going to happen. I would imagine when you're testing a vaccine or, or making something, you're not going to get it right, right off the bat. They were able to do that without having somebody like, do you get what I'm saying? You change the information this time. And then, you know what I mean? Now it's different this time, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Do I really believe that? No, but <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? I, I do think look at the, other the side. nature of the pandemic really played a big impact because that was like something very new. It, it needed immediate attention and a lot of people were afraid. So I feel like the uh, establishment was able to use whatever narrative they wanted to get people to take the vaccine and they knew it would have worked because people were afraid and they just wanted a solution out of this global pandemic. Mm. Reminds me of 9-11. Really? Sorry. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it, this, is, this is what it you know, kind of is. And then they remember they labeled the disinformation dozen, which was, you know, Reza Islam, RFK Jr., a couple other mm -hmm. people um, within there. And they, um, a lot of things that they said, I mean, are coming out to kind of be, to kind of be true, you know. Something else that I realized um, about it too is like a lot of other countries administered things like ivermectin and um hydrochloroquine mm -hmm. early on in early stages of covid and that's why their their death rate was one to 200 of ours right so it's like because they were able to administer some of these things that over here in the states was like this is banned or i don't think it was fda approved, whatever the fuck mm -hmm. i don't know right but and it was shit like that we also got to remember that when covid happened the flu disappeared yeah. magically <laughs> like you could literally search flu cases none yeah. but everything's covid and covid was just a really bad cold and and and, and that, that was the and that's what sucks now about it's coming out 3 years later that they just you know accidentally overreported 30% because it's like that was like i said the whole reasoning behind pushing this vaccine was that look at these amount of of deaths like look at the toll it's rising at the time it's rising if we don't do something now it's going to be you know we're all going to be dead like that's pretty much the vibe that it was giving and a lot of us who got it because i had it and i mean i was sick but i was like there was never a time in my mind where i was like oh, i'm gonna this is it you know like I, <laughs> there was never a time now granted i am a healthy young man you know okay but you get me like i don't know let's just be honest it's yeah. a psyop it was a psyop yeah you know yeah. it was well, a test COVID to see if we could control yeah. the population and, and it they worked did. covid they was only killing elderly and fat people that's it 
So it makes sense for those people to want to go and rush and get vaccinated, but to force everybody into it, didn't like that. That's why I'm pure blood, cuz. I wish I I was, though. I got vaxxed once and then quit after that. And a lot of people, like I said, like I was telling you guys earlier, they just held out. That's all they did. They was like, look, man, like... I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a I'm a newborn Christian or whatever the fuck. I can't I can't do it, you know? Right. And they just held out and it worked for them. And I I, I regret it. Um we don't necessarily know the long term effects, right? Um so hey, we'll see, man, if disorderly conics around. I hope you can have kids, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you never know, you feel me? But um I would argue it's way more dangerous to get the vaccine than to not. To. Oh, I believe I believe like, so. Yeah. I believe so. Um, but, you know, we could also play devil's advocate and argue the statistics that are out there right. of how many deaths there are compared to, I guess, people without the vaccine compared to people with the vaccine. Like, so, I mean, we could also look at the the amount of people who had the vaccine yeah, yeah, yeah. and then had like these side effects that were That's true too. deadly That's true in too. some cases. Right. And what, why is it that when when COVID was around, everybody who died was from COVID? Yeah. But when, when, <laughs> when vaccinated people die, it's not from the vaccine. That's true. Yep. And the va- a vaccine is literally giving you that thing at a smaller dosage, right? So your body is able to fight that. So if I fucking get a vaccine and then five days later I'm getting sick and then I die, I'm pretty sure it maybe is from that thing. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, so COVID. <laughs> I think it was it's the upsetting. biggest farce. Can we even still say this on the internet? Like, I know they, so, I, I so, know they were loose on the election stuff, but is this medical misinformation? Are we going to get a strike? I'm pretty... Uh, well, I know when we did the 9-11 shit, we did have something there saying, hey, this is not correct. Okay, you know? okay. So that's probably going to happen again, but it's okay. And trigger warning, if you guys, you know, feel any type of way, I mean, fuck you, you know. Um, and the people who want to watch it will watch it. The people that don't, don't. Word. Um, and go that's take just, your jab. Yeah, that's just kind of like... Don't you got a booster coming up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just kind of what it is, man. So um, I wanted to... You guys have any last words about COVID? How do you feel about it? No, it's just Nah, funny. COVID's well, whack. We, we kind of all agree overall it was it was a hoax, right? Some sort of... We don't know what they gained from it, money, whatever, but it, was, it wasn't right. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about was a guy by the name of John of God. I cannot say his real name because it's it's pronounced different um but he was sentenced to 99 um years i believe in prison due to the rape of eight women and there's also 600 plus allegations so he rose to fame he's from brazil he's a medical doctor medical spiritual doctor uh, who rose to fame in 2010 um from oprah the oprah winfrey show right and uh, he was her spiritual healer now this guy john of god he started this around the age of 16 and um he set up you know pretty much a a medical facility that's also a church which if you go to these um rural areas and i guess you would say more poor areas that's a that's a thing right they connect god and and medicine a lot and so he was able to open this church and perform these uh medical surgeries but he had no medical license at all remind you and he was doing shit like taking a scalpel and putting it in your nose pulling (laughs) pulling pulling shit out of your nose right like straight nazi like freaky shit right or 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 scraping your eyeballs um, things like that, all while you're not under any type of, um, what, what is the word for it? Sedation. Anesthesia? Nothing. So you're going through all this and it's supposedly supposed to heal you. And he was charging people back then $200 a session. Damn. So obviously within, um, the time of him doing this, he was assaulting women, of course, because every sick fuck, this is what they seem to do. Right. Um, and so I just want to know, what do you guys think about it? And what do you mostly think about Oprah? kind of parading him around because this kind of connects to her school. I don't know if you guys remember, but 85,000 kids went missing from her school. And then a couple of days later it was, uh, 
it was off the air. But what do you guys think about John of God and his connection to Oprah? Man, Oprah got some shady people. I like. <laughs> I think so. Oprah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe Oprah knew about it. Maybe Oprah didn't. But she's Oprah. If you Oprah, you got to know about this. I think so before you put yourself you gotta, next you to somebody. You got to do your due diligence. I just think um, this guy, he's kind of like there's another cult leader who he took people out to. I forget where it was. He was from the Bay Area, though. He took people out, and um, he was able to give them a drink, and they drank it and laid down and died. I forget oh, his name. Uh, Jonestown. Jim Jones, right? Jim, Jim yeah, Jones, yeah. right? But like... Wait, uh, when I found out Jim Jones was a real person and not the rapper Jim Jones, my mind was blown, blown. huh? Hey, because I remember the <laughs> same thing. Because all I know is balling, Jim Jones. Like, why did you pick that for your rap name, it's, dog? <laughs> it's so funny how we assign these names to people because um, who else? I've done that with a bunch of people, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, but Jim Jones, um, that dude, yeah, he was a, he was a minister, the same type of thing, and he he convinced a bunch of people to go and lay down and die, and there was a big shootout and all this stuff. But um, I think Oprah had to know, right? And um. Reminds you, this guy also, what came out was that he was having a, a sex farm. So it was a farm in Brazil where he was um, forcing women, younger women, to have children. And he was selling these children for fifty to 60000 around the world. Some Damn. American women have came Damn. out and said they, they've bought a baby off the black market for $60,000. So this goes into child trafficking and even on a, to me, on a sicker level, right? Because it's like... I just watched Sounds of Freedom and you're taking kids that are, you know, already born, ripping them from their families, beating them, torturing them, you know, subjecting them to all this type of sexual, just, it's just sick, right? But with this, it's like you're housing, it's like dog breeding. It's literally like dog breeding. You're housing women in a, in a barn and you're forcing them to have children and then you're taking those children from them, you know what I mean? And selling Terrible. them and making money. It's sick because I would imagine that these women are gaining some sort of connection to this child in their womb. Right. And, and they have to do this every single time. And then, do you get what I'm saying? And then how many times do you have to be raped to be impregnated? Do you get what I'm saying? So just, yeah. just going through all of the the steps of it is just, it's just mind-blowing that somebody could do this and be connected to God, right? It's just... Was Sound of Freedom a good movie? Um, you want me to be honest? I think it was, it was good, but it was... It was a little watered down. Really? It was a little watered down. Okay. I think from what really happened. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I, I feel like that's kind of good. I've been putting, <laughs> yeah, I've that's been, what I said. I've been putting it off because like it just seems it. like it'd be such a terrible movie. Like I know it's about exposing child trafficking, I guess, but mm-hmm. that, that just does not sound like entertaining at all. The dude, <laughs> the main character dude, he's sick with it. Like he has a stare that he's scary the way he is in a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just scary. But it's a good movie, but what I will say, there's parts where you just like, you cringe real hard, you know, because it's like these are children, and right. this is something that we've really never seen before, you know. Well, that's good. Uh, Maybe that'll kind of open the discussion and bring the focus back to that. I hope so. I feel like um, there was like a point in time, like early pandemic, people were talking about it a lot, and then it just kind of fell off. Like the Wayfair shit. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. That was that was crazy nobody's really talking about child trafficking anymore, which is still a huge problem. Yeah, it's a billion. It's arguably the biggest yeah, problem. Yeah, 150 right I mean, supposedly it makes more than all of the sports sports um, leagues combined, you know? And so in California, I mean, not in California, but in America, the hotbeds is obviously California, Texas, mm-hmm. 
Georgia, California, and Texas for sure because the borders. You know what I mean? I hear There's a lot at of stuff the going Super Bowl, on. a lot of people get trafficked. I believe it. The Super Bowl? I believe yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like at cruise ships too. A lot of cruises, people get trafficked. I mean, mm. because they don't have a police on there, right? They don't have any type of law on there. I mean, you know, people go lost at sea all the time. So I'm sure there's a lot of places like that where trafficking is high. That's scary. Damn, now I don't want to go on a cruise. Yeah, I don't want to go on a cruise just because I, I, I was thinking about it. But I'm like, man, I ain't going to take my black ass up down the water. <laughs> I'll get sick and be in a bed curled up right. for a week, waiting until it's over. Um, next thing I want to talk about, switch topics, let's switch, switch locations. I want to actually take a trip to DC with my man Biden. Um, he's got a line, ready. he's got a line ready for me, nah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the cocaine found at the white house or near the white house because it wasn't at the executive office, which was across the street. It was at the West wing. Um, what do you guys think about that there was no DNA, no prints found on it, nothing. Sure, nothing, right? That's what they sure. say. That's what they say. Hunter Biden <laughs> is in the White House doing lines, he doing white girls, fucking hookers, yeah, probably smoking crack, man, just living his best life. It's probably fucking lit, that motherfucker. Probably, he's bro. probably, and I'm gonna be honest, like that's what I really think is going on. Let's be honest, right? Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Hunter Biden is a madman, bro. Let's yeah, let's really nah, be honest. He's he's up to no good, and the fact that they can't <laughs> identify where this cocaine came from is ridiculous, bro. You have security tapes everywhere in the White House. Just run the tape back. And isn't there snipers on the roof? There's all type of shit, right? Like, like, like how do you get a bag? of You don't coca- accidentally cocaine bring cocaine into the White House. What do you think? Unless your name is Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to know the story first. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, they don't even know how it got in there. It just got in there. Right. So a that, brick of cocaine? No, no, like a little baggie, uh, Like right? a little baggie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was found across the street from the White House. No, nah, it was it was in, in the, the White, White House. House. But it wasn't found in the executive <laughs> office. Not, not, yeah, not like the Oval Office, yeah. but like one of, the, one of them wings. Yeah. It was in the White House. It doesn't surprise cocaine. me. Could have been an employee. It's I mean, Hunter. It's Hunter. It could have been a Secret Service yeah, motherfucker. 100%. Hunter Biden is crooked, man. It, I think it just came out uh, <laughs> that like... The FBI knew about the big guy. You know about the big guy? What's up with him? Yeah, yeah. The big guy. So, so um, I should know more about this because I've been <laughs> I've been covering this. But essentially, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden uses his father's influence to do overseas billion dollar deals, million dollar deals okay. with stuff he has no no good use for knowledge like why is hunter biden serving on like an energy board bro it's because his dad (laughs) is joe biden so uh the big guy is joe biden and they saved 10 percent for the big guy Mm. and that shows that joe biden was in on all of this which contradicts him on the campaign trail he was saying oh i don't have anything to do with my family's business which is a lie bro if you're the head of your family and your son is doing something, you know about you know this. Up. You're not just like, all right, I'm turning a blind eye, son. You can do whatever you want. Nah, Joe Biden was in on it. The Bidens are crooked, and our president is just compromised. It just it just makes us look bad. Bro, stuttering, falling. It's <laughs> cocaine in the White House. Y'all don't know how it got there. I mean, the one thing that, I mean, we can take from his presidency, and look, I'm not a, I'm not a, Biden or a Trumpier, none of that. I'm none, none of it, right? I, 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 I mean, I'm planning to vote this year, but he's got to get. We've got to get him out of there. Like I, I think I've already said this before, but we've got to get him out of there. Honestly, like besides things being tranquil, which I think that is the, the thing that, with Trump, I think people got tired of the, 
the chaos that was going on or yeah. the, the pressure and you know the pressure in the media different things like that there's always a just something new they were picking at right with right. biden you don't really you don't see that shit at all right like you don't really but see that, that just shows how corrupt the media exactly is. Exactly. Because it was really the media who decided to hyper focus on Trump every single day, everything he tweeted, everything he did. If the media didn't do that, he probably would have had a way more chiller presidency under the mm. eyes of Americans because people wouldn't have known exactly if not for the media blasting it out every day. Whereas now you have Joe Biden. It's coming out every day, something more yeah. crooked about him and his family. And the media is just like. Oh, Joe Biden's so cool. He wears really nice suits. Oh, Joe Biden likes to eat ice cream and ride bikes. What a guy. <laughs> I, I think, I think, like I said, it's because of the fact that, like, we don't, quote, unquote, have the Proud Boys running around and shit. I think that's what people are like. That was their main focus, you know, during that, because you have to look at what was, like, birthed off. That was a Black Lives Matter movement. It's a lot of things that took place, I think, that made what's going on now um, okay, in yeah. a way, if that makes sense. Like... There was just, it was so much going on during that time that people were fiending for like just quiet, I think. Yeah. Although that doesn't mean that something's right is going on. You get what I'm saying? Because I, I don't agree with Biden really. And like I said, I think he should be out of here. But I do think he's done a good job at the optics game and making sure that it looks like everything is tranquil. Like, so, you know. How do you what do you, how do you feel about? I well, think I he, mean, he's just had the help of the media. He's had yeah, the media. that's it. I was that's just about to say that because he's been it. anything it's but just tranquil. The media. He's been a fucking. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Bro. Like with everything that's kind of going on, the cocaine. Um, what else? A bunch of shit. Just Ukraine just, is yeah, his yeah. fault. Yeah. Like Putin wouldn't have done that if Trump was in office because he didn't. He had four years to yeah. do. He was like, Nah, I'm gonna wait till Joey Biden gets there and there. Then I'm gonna start <laughs> acting reckless. And now we have to deal with that. And now. Joe Biden is like, here, Ukraine, take all the money you want. And mm -hmm. people, I don't think Americans want to fund Ukraine. I, I generally don't think we all care that much. I don't I don't even know what's going on over there. Exactly. Anymore. It's not our business, bro. They've been fighting for years. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, the, this is the harsh truth of it. I think that we could, um, we could keep that. Um, I want to get into talking about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Um, uh, one presidential candidate, I guess, that's in the running, who I feel like he's been doing, putting in a lot of groundwork, I guess if that's what you want to call it, a lot more than maybe some of the other ones, or maybe I'm just not following them, but his name is Vivek, what's like Swamaswamy, whatever. Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. I love saying that name. It's so um, fun. I think um, I like him. I want to talk about a few things that he's listed in his America First 2.0. Um, where is it? One of the things I wanted to ask you, because he wants to get independence from China, obviously. So what do you guys think that means, uh, I guess, tax-wise, uh, cost of living-wise? Like, does that, does that put us in a worse position as Americans, or does it put us in a better position? The first thought that comes to mind for me is, like, can we? <laughs> because, you know, Chinese labor is very affordable, yeah. as opposed to, I mean, where else are we going to outsource? And yeah. if we don't outsource... How are we going to pay these American wages? We shouldn't. We should not outsource. We should make everything in America. Absolutely, but I do not care mm -hmm. that maybe things would be more expensive if things were built in America because things are going to be expensive regardless. <laughs> like the prices of everything is going up. We might as well bring all those jobs home because if we bring those jobs home, there will be more money going around to spend. People will be happier. Sure, I might have to pay a dollar or two more, mm -hmm. but it was built in America. So I think. 
I think that's the main focus on getting independence from China is just manufacturing things at home. So you think you, we we may make a dollar or two more in that in that instance if, yeah. if we were to bring everything back to America? You were saying long term benefit. I, I don't. You feel like I, you feel like know. us relying on them is embedded in the in the system I, already. I agree with him. I don't think we should rely on them. I'm yeah. just thinking like objectively, like it could be a dollar two more. It could be triple. Like I, I don't mm. know the the economics yeah. behind that, but I do know that they're very cheap labor and yeah. that they already have factories established. So it's like. And do you think we do too? But at the same time, it's like as an American, you're going to demand a higher wage that's proportional to you know living mm-hmm. expenses here. So like I, I'm kind of just looking at the logistics of it. Okay. And do you think this will um, present any backlash from China if we were to separate? Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be a catalyst event. Yeah. But when I think about Vivek's like um, proposal while he's president. I just like I don't know. I just I lo- I lost faith. I'm gonna be honest. Like a, a lot of people stuff? promise X and yeah, then yeah. De- don't deliver Y. Oh, like yeah. sure. I'm still waiting for, for my sure. student loans to get canceled. Yeah. Even ah. though even though I'm against okay. everything being um, about like mostly like socialistic values, mm-hmm. I'm still against it. It'd still be nice as fuck to yeah, get well, my not, loans that's not canceled. Happening. <laughs> you get me? So like I'm playing both sides of the coin. Yeah, I know. Did. So it's yeah. never gonna happen. And that nah, was like I think one of the biggest promises he had. So I have I have hope it'll happen one day. I fucking hope I don't so want to pay my student loans. I haven't back. paid a dime. Why the fuck am I six figures in debt? Because I wanted to learn. It's yeah. so messed up. So now that you guys are saying that, I, one of the things that stuck out to me within Vivek's proposal was to uh, in, incentivize trade schools and kind of not necessarily, he was saying, get rid of these these majors that are just like whatever, you know, and, and incentivize trade schools. Because I do think that we need more, for instance, plumbers, LVNs, nurses, um, I mean, police officers aren't necessarily a trade, but you can go down the route and say, you know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's kind of a schooling, right? Uh, electricians, cable techs, HVACs, like there's all these different things that are kind of, I guess, blue collar that so many more kids could go into and, and make some decent money instead of going into debt. Do you get what I'm saying? And borrowing a lot of money from the government instead of borrowing, what, 100000 you'd borrow from a trade school, maybe like 20000 Even though it's still borrowing money, it's not as much, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and then on top of that, you're going to be right out into the workforce and most of these trades right away. You know, um, Facts. it's pretty simple to get a job. You just have to be hungry. People who are doing trade school and not getting a job, you just don't know what you're fucking doing because right. they're out there. Like these just jobs start are, your own business, you know, like. and, and so there, there's also that as well, you know, but a lot of these trades have good job um, projected projected growth rate, which I don't know how true that is and such. But, you know, so I think that's something that. Is good too. What do you guys think about the incentivizing trade schools? You guys think that's a good idea, or? Yeah, I like that. Nobody yeah. gives a shit if you have a liberal arts degree and you know what type of art yeah. is art. It, it's interesting, and if it's a passion, that's fine. But realistically, in the real world, you need to be useful to society, yeah. and it all boils down to trades too. Like especially for like, like like you said, everybody's gonna need heating and air, no matter yeah. <laughs> no matter yeah. what's going on in the world. Yeah. So like, yeah, I support that. Yeah, no, nah, it, it is useful, but. We have to figure out a way to make uh, college and universities more affordable. affordable. That's true too. It's ridiculous. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. They we have all these universities with billion dollar endowments. We need to tax those endowments and then maybe pay off some student loans and get the federal government out of loans to begin with because that would that only justifies schools to raise their tuition because they know. No matter what, if they accept people, people can automatically get approved for a loan from the federal government. Mm. So the school's going to get their money regardless. Um, I'm trying to pull something up here on 
Google where it was at. Because he also wanted to, um, hmm, trying to find it. Another one though. Before, while, while I do find that that I uh, had that I liked, a point of his was this one. There you go. Sorry about that. He wants to um, end DEI indoctrination, right, and make political political expression a civil right. Fine. So I think that's pretty cool because DEI indoctrination is literally saying here's the agenda, follow this agenda, right? I mean, to a certain degree, isn't it not? Or, or is that the CEI? It's all like the same, same shit. shit, right? Yeah. So, so because that that one's diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? So, um, which, you know, the thing about these DEI CEIs, it could be, it's one of those fifty fifty things, right? Because you could look at it and be like, well, okay, now there's not going to be an agenda to be given, but then, you know, what if some places, it could it could do the opposite, right? And then that could shut out people, and that's what I am saying it to a certain degree. Like it could shut out certain groups of people, maybe. If you know the DEI is not or CEI is not there, administering these certain agendas or making sure these certain quotas are met, um, but at the same time, I don't know, you know. So, what do you guys think about it? I don't. I don't think that there should be a DEI CEI. Like, it, I think you should just let the let people think whatever they want. You shouldn't have these uh, these institutions pushing ideas. Like, I, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I, I don't think, ever support uh, that. Individual companies and corporations should be able to set the tone for their company and on how they want to run it and not necessarily uh, be in fear of having like a bad DEI score or something. Mm -hmm. Like if, uh, if, if a Christian wants to start a company and wants to kind of be faith-based, hire only Christians, that's cool. Like, yeah. or if, if like a white guy wants to start a company and is like, I want to put a bunch of black people on because diver diversity, like that's cool. They should be able to do that. Yeah. But there shouldn't be this sort of coercion that people are seeing. I get you. This is what, another one that I liked. He wants to shut down toxic government agencies, Department of Education, FBI, IRS, and more, which I don't think that's <laughs> even possible, right? Yes. It's but totally possible. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just change the law and yeah. it goes away. And I think, these agencies aren't in the Constitution. That's true. And so I think shit like the FBI def getting dismantled is like, think about how many, how much money and resources goes to following some fucking political speaker. And, and you know what I mean? In New York, right. like it's just like so much time and effort. Like just Malcolm X, for instance, like so much time and effort went into right. following this guy, reading his letters, like tapping his phones. Like I could have just went somewhere else to some during that time to some serial killers or whatever the fuck like, but instead you guys follow these guys, the Black Panther Party, you guys follow certain yeah. groups around and just, just like, I mean... The FBI has always been corrupt, so <laughs> it's, it's really cool that white people are finally realizing that. Yeah, it's funny. I think that would be cool, me personally. Um, yeah, and then people act like, oh, I don't want lawlessness, like... We wouldn't. Um, the federal government doesn't have to have their own version of everything, you know. States states have their own bureaus of investigations. Like, the federal government does not need to be so involved and entrenched in everybody's lives. That's true. Um, the 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 one more I want to talk about is uh, he has a protective American children. He wants to protect American children, ban addictive social media under age sixteen, and gender confusion care for minors. I love that one. See, I like that one. See, I, I that's think, initiative I, think that, I can support. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's okay. A good one. That's fire, but um, I like. How that could one. you even enforce the social media one? You well, would, yeah, everything you know. on his proposal. How can you? Yeah, that's yeah, my whole yeah. point. It's yeah. like it doesn't get me excited anymore. It's like, just like, how could it, you do it, that? It sounds, just a great it sounds, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it just sounds like, amazing. It's just like it's the just porn like, websites. Are you 18? Yeah. yeah that's all like, you do. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Although on, I will say, I think uh, 
I think Pornhub doesn't even work in Virginia because oh, Virginia shit. passed the law where like you have to have ID verification. Don't move to Virginia. So, so Pornhub was like, fuck it, we're not just gonna we're not gonna operate in Virginia anymore, which is really cool. States should be able to basically outlaw pornography if they want. Yeah. I, I, I for sure like support legislature at the state level over federal. I just think every state is is big enough and smart enough to know what's good for their state. Federal laws are kind of like a blanket solution. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. And it's just like... I don't like the feds. Yeah. What do you guys think about him saying he wants to use the military to get rid of cartels? That's fire, bro. We <laughs> yeah. need to do that. We have some kind of crazy that's, shit. Like, that's I, a, they're a threat. Yeah. They're in our southern border. Yeah. And they are pretty much ruining the lives of people in Mexico, which is why people want to flee to our country to, to so America. bad. If Mexico was cool... Maybe more people would stay over there. We wouldn't have to deal with all these migrants coming into our country. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel. I think, yeah, I don't agree, obviously, with anybody putting poison into people's bodies and, and making, I guess, just making shit chaos. But I don't know if that would be possible. Going to war with the cartels would be crazy. I think, and, and as a, okay, let's say we do. Are we, I think we're very much... Well, more matched than them on a from a overpowered, so. overpowered. I think though, right? we're overpowered well, I for sure. Because like, so, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> right? It's just that when you see the shit going on over there, it, they make it. They look so crazy, obviously, right. because of what their law enforcement has and what they're, you know, what they're capable of doing compared to the states, obviously. Um, so I think that's interesting. Damn, I think he had one more. While, while that in initiative like sounds amazing. Does that is that what this country really wants though? Is that really what yeah. they care about? Yeah, is, that's what I'm is, saying. Yeah, it's just like I think that's a, in my opinion, the um, him trying to say we're going to use the military to get rid of cartels is trying to get a certain fan base, and I know what fan base he's trying to get, and so I mean you got to play, you got to play parts, you know, you got to play roles. So I get it, but I see who he's appealing to with to me with with that thing. Um, but I just him and RFK, they've been kind of standing out to me, I guess, because I've just been seeing their faces a lot everywhere um, compared to other people, even though I think at the end of the day, it comes down to Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump again. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, let's just let's just be it's honest. The 2020 rematch for sure. But you know. I mean, they might replace Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm hearing Michelle Obama. Really? No way. You're not being serious. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I'm who knows? dead serious, I mean, bro. That's what the streets are saying. You know. People are saying that even because um, Obama runs the show, Barack, you know. Yeah, he's running the show. It's not Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a point. So you might, you might. And I mean, it's just it would make no sense for the Dems to run Biden again because he's so unpopular. Yeah, people ain't fucking with him. People right. hate his ass. But then they don't really have anyone else. Like nobody likes Kamala. People are talking about Newsom too, but fuck Newsom, Newsom is. Mm, Newsom's, Newsom's got a California, man. He's pretty radical. Yeah. Oh, and that was something else. Sorry. He wants to uh, withhold federal funding for cities that refuse to protect Americans from violent crime. So that's automatically LA. Wait, wait, uh, that's cool, that? but I don't know. Like, withhold like federal city. funding for cities to protect... To, so, my bad. Withhold federal funding for cities that refuse to protect Americans from violent crime. And, th like, cities that choose to defund the police? I mean, maybe or, that, or even like think about the L.A. Nobel thing. Like that could possibly be like, well, I guess that's mm -hmm. that's not violent though. That's right. all for but yeah, that's crimes. like that's a cool idea, I guess. But how would you enforce it? Like, what yeah. what would you what what would be the factors that it comes down to where you're saying, okay, now this 
city officially doesn't protect people from violent crime. And then not only that, how how much of a monster it is to pull federal funding? I mean, wouldn't that be schools and, and certain things right. like that? And so that would put a lot of people at a disadvantage maybe, you know? But um, I don't know. But that's Vivek. I, I, I plan on voting this year uh, or 2024, I mean. Um, I'm not like... I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't want to be... Um, I might vote for Vivek, but I don't or RFK, but I don't want to be somebody who's like, you can tell who I vote for walking down the street. Like I feel like I'll, two presidential candidates that are like that was Trump, obviously, because there was people who really like took the identity and just ran with it to a whole nother degree. Who and who never like I guess pointed out any of his wrongdoings at all or whatever. You got people like that, and then Bernie Sanders. That was somebody else who was <laughs> like for me. Like I could be like, oh, you you voted for Bernie. Right. Like it was just a certain look that those you, you two people. You got blue hair? <laughs> like those two people had is just a certain look. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but I, I hopefully, you know. Um, I'm voting for Trump. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see for what happens. The third time, goddamn. The third time. 16, 20, 24. Damn, that motherfucker. He not stopping. I'll be forgetting about that shit, bro, because I forgot he did win after he was right after Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nigga took down Hillary. That was so cold. Yeah. This, this will be my first year on the Trump. That was so cold. Yeah. So this yeah. year, that's what you. That's what you're very, rocking. Very Welcome aboard, choo yeah, yeah. choo. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm on that train for sure. Yeah. Like I'm sick okay. of these motherfuckers. Train, train, train. I got to do a little bit more deliberation. Nah, it was this fire ass headline from uh, ABC News the other day that was like, uh, Donald Trump vows to like get revenge on the federal government. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but he has talked about. Um, he would implement this executive order called Schedule F, which would pretty much uh, allow him to like fire every every other government government bureaucrat, which which <laughs> is essentially which is essentially heads, yeah. is the deep state. These are the people yeah. who are in government who stay there no matter who's the president. They're running the show at the agencies. Yeah. Okay, I get that. That's what we need. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. Like anti-establishment yeah. is kind of what we're looking at. Not even that. It's anti-abuse of power. Yeah. Like. Right. Establishment can be good if, you know, if not abused of power or if with you stay compliant with what the people actually want yeah. and what the majority mm-hmm. is. But, you know, when you have these people cashing out in Congress. Cough, cough, Biden. It's Straight bad. up. It's so crazy, man. DOJ is charging Donald Trump with crimes. He's the he's the leading Republican candidate. And Joe Biden's DOJ was like, no, nah, we're going to try to take him down. <laughs> they set the trial. I believe for March 2024, just like a couple months before the election. Oh, they know what they're trying which to do. Which is crazy. Because he's going to beat that case. And then people are going to be like, oh, Trump, you that nigga. Like, Did the race. Take <laughs> K shit. Take K. Right. Um, question. So I know that you guys saw what's going on in Florida, that they're trying to change the curriculum to say that um, slavery, uh, that slaves benefited from slavery oh, because, what? Yeah, what because is they learned that? skills. I, I read these headlines. <laughs> no, I read these headlines. I, know you're to be funny, but it's just, I don't know if that's legit or not, but is that really it's, going it's down? It's supposedly supposed to really be going down, yeah. Man, fuck Ron DeSantis. He's a, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Ron DeSantis is, is very just, I don't even know, but I just, I wanted to come on here really quick and just say something about that. The fact that it's 2023, um, and I don't like to play the, you know, victim card and whatever you want to call it, but we went through 400 years of oppression. There was a lot of atrocities that came from that. A lot. Let's be 110% honest. Uh, the history's there. And there's, there's shit that's not even there that I'm sure was worse That's what that than what we know. Um, 
not only that, there's Jim Crow, you know, so we did go through that. And um, it's been like, you know, civil rights. So it's been only so long since we, I feel like we've truly had, you know, 110% freedom. And even now there's still certain things that uh, socially that we have to deal with. But it's just the fact that schools are trying to teach kids that we benefited from slavery because we learned skills. Like for one, I don't think these were, I don't think they brought us over here like, Hey, we're going to get you up in a hotel and um, we've got this training <laughs> seminar and <laughs> we're going to feed you lunch. And I don't think right. it was like we were out here learning skills. <laughs> so right. It's kind of like, for one, that sounds really stupid. And we learned so much more skills once we were fucking free. Right. <laughs> like, so it's just like, what are we, what were we in this motherfucker doing? You get me? Why are they doing that? But because What's this, the point of rewriting history? This is why. This is really why I think why. I think because white guilt is at an all-time high. White guilt is at an all-time high. And my mm-hmm. white brothers and sisters, I rock with you, the allies, the good ones that, that are out there. Obviously, there's, there's race people everywhere. But there's white guilt that's at an all-time high right now. And I think the point of trying to teach people that black people benefited from slavery somehow is to just take some of sort of the 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 mud off them, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these these kids that are white kids, um, they're growing up and they're like, damn, my parents are racist as fuck. Right. <laughs> I don't right. fuck with my dad and my mom and Uncle Tommy. I don't fuck with these niggas because they're racist as fuck. Like a lot of these kids are growing up like that. And so because they have access to this information and what we've went through. And there's been this information around from generations before us, but a lot of people were more ignorant to it, right? Like, that's just the the, the straight-up fact of the matter. Like, people knew it was there and chose to turn the other way. Now you have kids that are growing up, and they're more like, well, you know, we're for everybody. Well, let's see about it. Let's read into it. And they're being educated on it. And not only that, with integration and, and shit like that, we're growing up in suburbs where you're hanging out with black kids and things like that and so you're seeing how they go through life as a friend and so you can't i think when you see that there's no way to deny like something different here is going on compared to me right like i just Mm -hmm. think you know there's no way to deny that so i think the job of at least in florida and i don't know if it'll echo chamber to other places but is to relieve them of some of that white guilt because if they can do that then they can kind of keep what's already been going on the same exact way but if the younger kids in these younger generations learn the atrocities, they're going to have empathy and they're going to change, which means this system that we have in place now eventually is going to expire. That's what I honestly think. And I think that's why they're trying to teach the children in that area that we benefited from it. So it seems like it was 50-50 because then it, it keeps the systematic oppressions that we have in place right now without, without the people from their own camp like Going against it is what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Because we could sit up here and fight all day and, you know, and want um, change. But in most of these instances, civil rights acts, a lot of these things, even to be freed from slavery, it took a white person. So we have to have them educated to a certain degree for change to really take place. And so that's what they're trying to do is stop these kids from growing up and making change take place. That's how I feel about it. Nah, that's, that's a bar. Um, White people free the slaves. I always say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I don't know. But you're out of here? I also like to say that. Uh, uh, oh, bathroom? Okay. Men, men were so horny, we gave women the right to vote. <laughs> Said, fuck it, huh? <laughs> here you go. Here, bitch. Here you go. Vote, vote. And then Let look. Vote. No, I'm kidding, guys. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> we love women. We love you guys. No, I was just thinking the other day. Women are awesome. They're, they're, they're great. great. They're great creatures. They do their thing. 
They're 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 beautiful. They're great when they do their thing. Yeah, right. When they try to go outside of that thing, it's like yeah. It's when it gets a little uh gets a little it's, different. It's unnatural. Yeah. And um, you know, we're allowed to say that, so I don't I don't want a Kiki Palmer, okay? I'm sorry. Right. I don't, I don't need no nigga bitch. I don't want, yes, you I don't do. want a Kiki. A Kiki Palmer. I don't want a Kiki Palmer. <laughs> um, I feel so sorry for that child who's growing it's up. It's just in that. I don't want shit like She's that. She's raising it's a just, nigga. Just I don't need no nigga. <laughs> I just man, like, and that's a whole conversation in itself. Why are we raising kids to think they don't need people? Right. In general, like right. I'm a man. I need a woman. I need. Right. Like I wouldn't. A lot of shit. You know, I've learned from women. Like I just think we're at a generation right now where women deny like. They're just in such a denial mode of what men have done. Like they don't want to mm-hmm. admit they don't want to admit shit at all. Like, uh, you guys are just trash, you're stupid, you're okay, but when we look at history and the facts, like are we really? Like, are we really? Like, are we dumb? Do you get what I'm saying? Are right. we not capable of leading a society to betterment? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. nah, man. You don't if you don't need a woman, you're gonna end up like Tim Scott. Yeah. That's a grown ass man. He ain't got no wife. Come on, man. No kids. We need to just other. work in the Senate all day. Like, or you gonna end up like kissing uh, Lindsey Graham and shit? I was gonna say Anthony Weiner, nah. but he, <laughs> but Anthony Weiner got a wife, so right. right but yeah, he's yeah. he's a sick fuck. By the His way, his wife is bad too. I don't understand what's going on with he that bad man. Humor. I just watched the episode with him on the P- PVD podcast, and uh-huh. that dude is he's a fucking master class deflector. Like yeah. anything, he's like, oh, I didn't hear about it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like he's just so good. He's so good at what he does. I'm like, man, fucking Anthony Weiner. That last name should have got niggas. Right, come on. Got niggas sus- I'm suspect. not going to the voting booth to yeah. vote for a nigga named Weiner. Yeah, Anthony Weiner, Mr. Weiner, come here. You gotta write in no homo You're after crazy. you vote for him. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy, come on. Um, <laughs> and you know, he was he was texting 15 year old girls and shit. Right. So that's, that's, that's sick. Final thing um, I want to ask you guys is, I think what the world's been waiting to hear from us is who would win in a Brazilian Brazilian jiu-jitsu match oh. or even just a fight. <laughs> Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg and why? I think Mark. <laughs> Mark's been doing this shit for months and training really hard. Yeah, I think Mark will whoop his ass. Elon, he doesn't look like he's in shape. At all. Yeah, so. Yeah, my money's on Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm not counting Elon out because he's got time to train. Mm. He's got access to, I'm sure, the best trainers. <laughs> and so Crazy if he, if he does get in shape, he's got that size over Mark. True. Which does is, he? Yes, bro. Elon's like six something, like he's six a big, two. He's a big boy, I believe. I had no idea. Zuckerberg's just like average height, probably like 5'8". Yeah. Oh, shit. And, I mean, you know what? I think Mark, obviously, he's training with real UFC fighters. Uh, he's, he's looking ripped, jacked, you know, all that good shit. But... Elon is like Iron Man. Like he could go. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, he could go build a fake body that looks like a real body and put it on. Right. And 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 I feel and, like uh, <laughs> Mark Mark's got more to prove though, so he would bring that energy. Oh yeah. Because because niggas been counting Mark out, mm-hmm. man. You know what's crazy about Mark is is like we know these motherfuckers, but <laughs> what's crazy about Mark is he's really like he has Facebook, which is like one of the craziest things we've ever. I feel like ever had like shits on MySpace, right? right? Like, and he's just created this meta world and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he is his own like, damn. He yeah, he's monster. He's you know like, what I mean? Like, he doesn't get enough credit. It's it's almost like he's Windows and Elon is Apple. You get come on exactly. <laughs> like Elon's got the branding war for sure. Like niggas just cooler, but like if you really think about it, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Instagram. Snapchat, I believe, no? 
I'm know. not sure, but they, they 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 did the Oculus thing Come before on, everybody, man. or I think they bought Oculus. Um, I mean, Elon he has WhatsApp. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And you know, a lot like, of people that's international, that. dog. They he's got like Mexicans he's love got, WhatsApp. Like, half the world. He's <laughs> got probably like half the world's information. They don't even have numbers crazy. no more. They just have WhatsApp, right? <laughs> Man, that's funny. Um, and Elon, like, I mean, when you think about it, Elon's Elon, got cool. he's, he's got Tesla, dude, man. I right? Mean, he's making, you know, he got um, Tesla. He he got Twitter now. He's got Twitter. He's sending shit up to space. Right, I mean, SpaceX. He's a different breed. A nigga, nigga, nigga made flamethrowers. Come on, flamethrowers. Like, he's <laughs> kicking it with niggas like Mike Tyson and shit. Right, smoking blunts with Joe Rogan. Yeah, right. He he he's out here. He's been seeing some shit. He's been in a few yeah. traps. You feel me? That's he got like saying. twenty kids. Come on now. Zuckerberg, nice little family man. He'll for sure spin the block on 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 Zuck. He'll for <laughs> sure spin the block on him. I think right. so. Like it, it wouldn't be just a one. It wouldn't be a one time thing. Yeah, you know nah. what I mean? <laughs> they gonna run I, that I, back. <laughs> but I think Elon is a little childish. He's just. It's funny to me because not even childish. He's, he's just so he fucking rich. He's like he's, he's trolling. But it's just crazy that we're seeing these like. And I credit Trump to that. Like, we've seen these grown men just like, fuck it. Like, right. I'm just out well, here with I'm, it. I'm getting t- these tweets off. Because man. you think about he it, why not? He wanted to get those tweets off so bad he bought Twitter. Like, <laughs> why not, though? You get me? Like, right. uh, imagine people like who are still working a nine to five or whatever, not, not shitting on it. But I'm just saying, like, you got time to tweet. This dude's already worked and, and accomplished everything. Right. Like, why not sit back on a shitter and... Mm-hmm. And tweet, yo, uh, let's measure our dicks. Like, who got a big? He was saying right, shit like yeah, that. Who got a big dick? Like, he don't give a fuck. Funny. He don't give a fuck. He like, you know what? It's out there. He doesn't care. Right. And so, um, that's why Elon is funny as fuck. But I think, like, you know, um, yeah. As of right now, Mark Zuckerberg got that in the bag. Yeah. He's got that in the bag. Um, you guys got any last words? Anything? Nothing. Gang, gang. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's it, man. Yeah. Um, good having you guys here. Uh, again, it's been a while, so it was a good one, I think. So um, we'll see what happens with the COVID shit. You know, mm-hmm. if we do get right. labeled as misinformation, um, fuck it. But yeah, thank you guys for coming out. Of course, bro. Yeah, man. So if you guys are watching this, this is the end of the episode. Please like, subscribe, all that good shit. Thank you for the love, for the hate. Um, it's all support. I'm Kali the One, and uh, this is Disorderly Conduct. I don't know where you guys are going, but you got to get the hell up out of here, man.